welcome to Philosophy, the podcast where we talk about why we feel the way we do while we paint. So today I'm continuing my painting of the man and woman kissing. I'm probably going to be working on the woman's kind of like chin and lip area today while I'm talking about quite an interesting topic. I'm due to go out with my friends in a short while and um, this got me, prompted me today to think about friendships in general and specifically surrounding friendships. I wanted to talk about why we might become slightly insecure when it comes to being a good friend or especially when we know about how other people truly feel about us. So that's going to be the topic of discussion today and um, yeah, let's get started. The premise, basically, is that I believe that we have a, hmm, I believe that we are quite realistic when it comes to having opinions for other people, and most of us are generally balanced. What I mean by that is that, for example, we are comfortable in knowing that we might have certain things that we don't like about people while we still very much like those people a lot. For example, um, I can think of cases where we might believe things like, oh, this girl, she, she's quite selfish. Every time I go over the problem, she makes it about her. But in the end of the day, I absolutely love her because she is so, so kind. And she always ends up coming through with helping me whenever I need it and making me feel better, despite making most situations like immediately about her in the moment. For example, we might feel like this way about certain people, or we might feel that, oh, she's so lovely. She's a bit selfish, um, but very, very lovely. Or um, this person is a bit flaky. They don't come through with things, but they are generally a very nice person and I like them a lot as a friend. So quite often, I feel as though um, we have these sort of thoughts about other people. We're quite comfortable with them because in our own minds, we can make sense of the simple fact that people are not perfect and that they have negative sides and positive sides and all of that good stuff. However, when it comes to people saying the exact same things to us, for some reason, um, at least in my experience, <laughs> they are a lot more difficult to kind of understand. If someone tells me that, oh, Elizabeth, you're great, but you're, you're really selfish, um, or that, maybe not, let's not take it to that extreme, even if, if it was something quite mild, as in Elizabeth, you're lovely, I love you so much, but you're a bit selfish, that would really hurt me. It would generally really, really hurt my feelings. I think I would be convinced that this person, like my gut instinct would be that, oh my God, this person doesn't like me. They're not my friend, she hates me. Um, or he hates me. They hate me. They said this thing to me. They they hate me. They don't like me. The next time someone else would mention them, my first thought in my mind would be, oh God, that person who dislikes me. And that really doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Because I can see how um, there's kind of this different expectation that I have around my own behavior and others' behavior. So um, I think it's quite a a natural, and I have some theories as to why it might be quite natural, but it's also quite a selfish way to reason. Um, I think in the case that I'm thinking that um, I can balance these two things in my mind, am I actually being very mean to other people? Am I not giving them the benefit of the doubt? Am I in a way considering them to be not as intelligent as I am, because I surely can balance the fact, the dichotomy of, you know, um, this person being a nice person, but also having these negative traits. However, someone else would feel that way for me, I would automatically assume that they think that I am worse than, um, <laughs> that I am worse than they said that I am, and that they're just, I think, being nice to me, but what they really think is all that terrible stuff. So I think it becomes very, very um, kind of difficult to 
balance those two things with one another. And I think they can lead to a lot of insecurities around friendships, especially with the sort of friends that um, are quite good, I believe, in being honest and calling us out when we're being fakey or when we're being selfish or where we're not being too supportive or um, saying that, I don't know, we don't dress too well or that we are a bit too loud or we are kind of cold towards new people in the friendship group. I think when those cases come about and people say those things to us, I think um, at least my first reaction is an immediate thought of, oh my gosh, this person really doesn't like me and I guess we're not friends anymore. Um, so I just wondered, why is there that mismatch between, in my mind, being able to kind of balance my likes and dislikes around other people, but not being able to accept that others may also balance likes and dislikes about me. And I have a few theories as to why this is the case and some ways of, of I guess, viewing things, which I don't know, are not too relevant to this, I guess, but um, they were connected in my mind. One of them was this phrase that um, I read in A Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt, and he was talking about sacredness in general. And he said, if you want to know a new culture, what you need to do is look at what they consider sacred. Understand their sacred objects and you will understand a new culture, basically. And that kind of helps me make sense of this a bit in the sense that what is most sacred to us is ourselves. Um, I don't think we need to be selfish to believe that. I think it's just natural um, to kind of have hold yourself as sacred. I think it's good. It's healthy. Um, I mean, if you don't respect yourself, <laughs> who will? So um, I, th I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think it's that's the first thing of understanding that perhaps the reason that this is hitting home so much is because um, it's affecting our sacred ob object and ourselves. And the sense of getting able to know someone through the way that they view themselves is also quite an interesting um, quite an interesting point from there. And another one that, um, and that kind of, the sacredness kind of got me wondering if we can ever be truly objective about ourselves, because in the above example, I think we can be objective about other people. We can be quite, you know, cool-headed and say, yeah, I see this is positive and this is negative about this person and I love them overall. They're great, but I can see that there are negative things and positive things. And with a very cool mind, we can be very objective about how we feel um, about our friends and other people. However, there is this phrase, which um, I think is quite quite cool and it probably deserves a whole exploration in itself. But it basically says that um, when there is a breakup, it is the one who is not in love who makes the tender speeches. And I just, when I first heard this, I thought, oh my God, this is so true, but also so beautiful. Um, in the sense that the person who is not in love is, I think what they're trying to say is that the person who is not in love is the one who can be objective and can be cool headed about the situation and therefore can have the sort of detachment and space um, to manage the other person's emotional state and make therefore the tender speeches while it is the person who is still in love and still care so much about the other who is going to be, I guess, in that situation, quite hot-headed and um, <laughs> potentially like shouting or um, just reacting in a non-tender way. Let's put it that way. And I think when it comes to ourselves, no matter how much we on the surface hate ourselves, I think we are deep down kind of wired to want to protect ourselves and love ourselves in a way. And I don't think we ever can have that sort of detachment. Um, no, I don't, I, no, that's not true. I just think that it's not easy for us to have that cool-headed detachment to ourselves, if that makes sense. So while others who like love us in this case as friends can have enough kind of 
detachment and less emotional investment in us can definitely say, yeah, this is good about you and this is bad about you. When it comes to ourselves, we it's very difficult to get an emotional detachment from yourself and your own ego and to say, yeah, this is good and this is bad about me. And I can see how someone else might feel the same way too, while overall still loving me. I think our um, our instinct would be to preserve our ego, to preserve ourself and to therefore think that other people who um, are think negative things about us don't like us at all, even though those negative things might be things that we ourselves think about us and recognize, um, especially perhaps I think in that case, because it hits home a bit closer and is therefore a bit hurtful. Um, oh gosh, I think I'm focusing on the painting too much and uh, not and perhaps not being too coherent, but um, I hope this, I hope this slightly makes sense. Um, and my argument slightly makes sense um, in the sense that because we're so invested in ourselves and we are so emotionally involved in ourselves and so emotionally attached and in love with ourselves in a positive way, um, it is very, very difficult then to accept that someone else can have that emotional detachment about, about us and still like us anyway. And the the next thing that I wanted to say about this is that it kind of creates a a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way where by trying to avoid what other people say about us and negative things that other people say about us and therefore becoming overly hurt and overly emotional about those kind of objective observations that people who might actually like us make, then perhaps we are kind of reflecting an insecurity and being insecure. We are becoming insecure because of others' objective views. And those views are not negative, like they don't dislike us, but if we reinterpret it that way, and therefore we spiral into becoming um, insecure about our relationship with that person and how much that person likes us, then that might, I think, bring a state wherein we become either frustrated or we might become a bit narcissistic around this person where we try to kind of like detach our emotions from them and focus a bit more on ourselves or we might come become a bit needy around this person where we crave the validation and try to disprove their thoughts and like change their mind on what they think about us because surely there can't be one thing that is wrong with us i'm not making fun of this genuinely i think that um, i've very often done this thing and i think this is definitely my instinct um to kind of be like oh no i'm not i'm not needy <laughs> let's let's prove that right now or i'm not selfish let's prove that right now so these kind of things um i think it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where we become the thing that we're trying to prove that we are not um and also we we show that we are kind of not secure in our friendship with that person and by thinking that this person doesn't like us when actually they do um will mean that they might end up not liking us because we're not behaving in a very nice way and perhaps we're not being a very likable person at that point so I think it's quite a dangerous state of affairs and it's so natural. I don't know why it took me so long, I think, for this to click in my mind to be like, oh, wait, this is so different. The things that I can think about other people while liking them are so different to the things that I think other people can think about me while liking me. I think that's just the, the contrast there is so, so big. Um, so I think that was quite an, quite an unhealthy balance to have. And in the end of the day, I think some of these things are things that we agree with and we're just feeling terrified that other people have also realized about us. Um, perhaps there are things that we definitely dislike about ourselves so much that we think that once other people will realize they will hate about us as much. If we're very touchy around like being, uh, for example, very selfish, 
we might assume that the other person, now that they've discovered this deep, dark secret about how selfish we are, they will never accept us again. And they're, um, they're going to think that we're a horrible person when that might not be the case. I think, um, a lot of other people are not triggered by the same things that we are and are more accepting, um, of like negative traits, which we all have. So even though we might think that being selfish is the worst thing in the world to another person, it's just another part of our personality, not one of the best ones, but it's absolutely fine. Um, in the same way that you, you might see someone, um, when you think that, oh, this person doesn't really dress too well. Um, and to us that really, like we, we couldn't care less. We don't care about how this person dresses, but in their mind, um, the value of a person is closely attached to the way that they look. So if we tell them that we don't like their sense of dress, I don't know why we would ever say that, but if the conversation came up and we said that, that person might be so deeply hurt and offended and think that we hate them and that we're not valuable to them while that's actually not the case. So I think very often this exercise of flipping things around um, sometimes not for the same thing, because it may be the case that we are all triggered by different things. But if we flip things around and see how we would feel in a similar situation, I think we would very quickly realize that um, we are perhaps holding ourselves to different standards than we hold other people. And in the very end, one thing that I really, really love is the statement that if we hold a point of view knowledge we must be able to accept that other people hold a point of view knowledge too. And I think this is just so brilliant because if we have an opinion on, um, like if, if, if we have an opinion or a thought that we consider a fact, but it's not a fact, it is from a point of view and we think that that is true, we must be able to accept that someone else's point of view might also be true and we are false. So if and a lot of these things about friendships during friendships a lot of these judgments tend to be just point of view knowledge um someone thinks that we're more or less selfish we think that someone else is a better or worse dresser we think that someone talks too loud or talks too slow or makes things too much about them or makes it too much about other people all of these things are point of view knowledge so i think it's just like a good thing to keep in mind in general i try to do this a lot to think that oh wait 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 so i'm treating this all as a fact but actually it's just my my thoughts and because it's just my thoughts therefore it might just be that it, someone else who has just their thoughts on the same matter might be the one who is right so um i think that's just like a good thing that i try to keep in mind in general so um yeah this was all i had to say on the topic i think this is quite a short one um i don't know if i <laughs> have I said anything coherently or properly but um yeah I do think that friendships are are quite an interesting matter um and they bring out very there I think friendships are a safe space to bring up um flaws in our character or maybe flaws is not the right word but kind of soft spots and um issues that we may have or um kind of problems that we may occur, like come to in the future again and again because I think friendships are potentially easier to resolve when issues arise and I think they're they might be I don't know this is this is arguable but I think often they can be slightly healthier um than other sort of human connection um and therefore they seem to be like a safer playing ground and a more supportive playing ground hopefully for most of us to kind of explore ourselves and explore our issues and um become happier in the long term but yeah if there is one thing that I wanted to leave um, on this is that I wish that all the times that I had her have heard something not so nice said about me by even people like my family members and even people like my friends or um, people online I wish I would have 
um, earlier kind of realized that they probably don't think I'm the worst person on earth and they probably don't think I am horrible. They just don't like this one thing about me. And I'm pretty sure if I just sat down and started thinking, I could come up with one thing that I didn't particularly like about them while I could still overall love this person very, very much or like this person very, very much. So, yep, that is all I wanted to say on the matter. I'm going to wrap this here because I do need to get changed and head out uh, to see my friends, which I'm very, very excited for today. But, um, yeah, if you did end up hearing me so far, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I do hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Be kind to yourself and others and don't believe everything you think. Thanks. Bye.